how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and storm will have vision. At times I'm on the H the Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit him like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my diction. Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 342. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I am your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. It's November and we're going to talk NBA draft. I can't imagine yeah. a better thing. I'm very excited about this. We're going to do our annual uh in a weird time of year, but our annual NBA draft preview. Uh, I know that Dwayne is super excited, so I'm I'm in for this. But before we get too far into it, how you doing, buddy? Oh my god, I I I don't even know how to feel. Like we're in like week ten of the NFL. There's there's like we need to have an NFL check in at some point. I have lots of NFL thoughts. We need we really need to unpack what's going on with Baltimore because I'm concerned. <laughs> but yeah. we can't even get into that because we haven't even gotten to the NBA draft yet, Brandon. The yeah. draft. <laughs> the the draft Masters of... is happening. The Masters is happening this week. The, the draft Masters. is happening next week. What is happening? It's so exciting. Yeah, when this post, the Masters will have been started. We'll, we'll, the Masters will be underway. And the uh, – yeah, and we, the season, NBA is sneaking up, man. We're going to have draft and then very quickly free agency and then very quickly the yeah. season because don't they want to start on Christmas? Just uh, I think it's like the 22nd. Yeah, that's like six starting. weeks – that's less than six weeks away, dude. That's okay, wild. so I want to start – I want to start there um, because, yeah, they've approved, I think, at the start of the season, a 72-game season to start December the 22nd. And they want the goal. I think their ultimate goal is to try to get everything done and wrapped up to start next season back on track. Okay, which, that uh, makes which, sense. Which, make, which makes sense, right? Yeah, they're, they're, that makes they're, sense. They're trying to get everything back on track. Um, there's a couple things that I think are worrisome about starting so quick. One, like, the finals were like a month ago, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's like you do have teams that are going to have basically like two months off maybe two yeah. and a half three months off and yeah. then you have teams like charlotte who haven't played since march <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is tough right but at the same time like those same teams got what like april may june July, got like four months off earlier so it, it's, it's also true very true true so i i kind of feel like the wear and tear is lessened because of that i i i, I definitely feel like that and they also played less games overall True. than they normally would have. So I actually think that's okay. You know what I'm worried about? I'm worried about the transactions, the draft picks, the, the free agency I'm worried about, acquisitions. That was the, the next thing. I the mean, draft picks. This this team, someone's going to take LaMelo Ball number one, and then in six weeks he's going to be starting in an NBA game. Exactly. Like these are players <laughs> who aren't going to get a chance. And obviously, you know, if obviously if somebody signs a veteran, an NBA veteran, that you know, they're probably going to be able to come in and contribute right away. But – there's going to be zero time, pretty much. Normally, you get four months, zero. including summer league, for young players and for teams to kind of build a cohesive bond and and work together and learn the system and build some chemistry before the season starts. And then you get preseason, right? So you have all this opportunity for teams to gel. And now there's going to be pretty much zero opportunity for that. So uh, throwing rookies to the fire and throwing like new team compositions because some teams look like they may blow it up. Uh, 
throwing that out there, there's going to be some hiccups and it might be March or April before we really understand what these teams look like. We're going to get into this draft and I have a lot of thoughts on this draft. Oh, I'm here for I'm here for all of your thoughts. I'm here for it. There's one guy that I that we're going to talk about quite a bit that I've completely fallen in love with. You know how I always have my guy that I've fallen in that I've just unreasonably fallen in love with. Yeah. And it's happened. Over this over this weekend, it's happened, Brandon. I'm in love. I love it. I'm so I'm so excited about this. I'm and I'm here for it, my friend. I'm I'm here for um, the guy that you're gonna fall in love with. Okay. And I'm, here's I'm the, definitely the, here for I, it. I, I I wanted to sit on it, but I'll do it now since we're having this conversation. This kid from Israel, Danny. Ed, I, I'm never gonna pronounce his name. Avdija, Avdija. However you say his name. Danny Avdija. Yeah, that's that's how Avdija? I would say it. But but I have no idea. So yeah. Yeah. Denny Abdija, I'm in love with him. Yeah, look if, at you. If I had the if if I had the number one pick in this draft, listen. If I had the number one pick, and this is one of those drafts that we've talked about over and over again. If you're ever gonna take a swing, this is the draft to take a swing, right? Mm-hmm. If I had the number, if I was the horn, if I was the Timberwolves, and I had the number one pick, I know they're gonna probably take either Lamelo Ball or Anthony Edwards. I would take Denny Adija. Yeah, I love it. I, I love would. this. So, that what do you kid, like about but it? But that, what, what, hold on. Before we get there, what I was gonna say was, like, that kid's gonna be in America in six weeks. Like, he's in Israel, right? Like, you, <laughs> <laughs> like they're gonna start the league in December. Like, it's November. It's mid, almost mid-November when he gets drafted, and then in a month he's gonna have to be here playing. Like, that seems <laughs> tough. <laughs> doesn't that seem tough that seems like a big ask i i will say that the thing i like about him and this comes from uh me not knowing anything about him at all in any Ooh. way shape or form right um you know what i like i like that he plays for macab tel aviv right because that's a legit basketball program and yeah and, and and compared to this draft class, like in this draft class where we where we didn't get a full season, and a lot of these players were um, not playing for winning programs, even if they were playing outside of college, and um, yeah. not in situations where they were necessarily um, challenged at the same level that you would you would you would look for to find out if they're pro ready. We have this kid mm. who played for probably the second best league in the world right on um, yep. you know would you say one of the second you know but tel aviv is well, one of the most prominent programs outside the united states right is yeah that o- outside of outside of outside in europe i would say yeah. definitely yeah i would say outside the u.s i would say right like, yeah like outside even, outside of the u.s definitely yeah, yes yeah so you know having him come from there makes me feel better about his ability to contribute and about his floor as an NBA player. But I and that and that's again, know nothing about him, but that in kid, this draft <laughs> that 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 makes me feel good. Here kid's been playing, he's been playing pro ball since he was 16. He was the MVP of that league last season. 6-9, mm-hmm. can score from anywhere, can shoot, can run the floor, can pass, can move laterally. I don't see really anything he does bad. Not a great defender, but none of those European guys really are. Um, if I'm looking at him, if you're telling me that I I I have one shot, you're the Hornets. You have one shot in the top three that you're probably probably never gonna get again. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's swing. Why not take a swing? Like, yeah. just take a swing, guys. Like, just like if it fails, who cares? Like, this. And I, I, I realize I'm talking out of my both sides of my neck because earlier when I when they got the third pick, I said they have to get a guy. Like they have, they 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 can't come out of this draft without someone who's gonna who's gonna contribute. I don't think there's any way that he's not gonna immediately be the best offensive player on that team. It's like, <laughs> like the offense is the problem, defense is the problem, everything is the problem for the Hornets. Take a guy, <laughs> take a guy that is arguably gonna be your best offensive weapon day one. Day one, considering he starts day one, I'm not convinced that guy's ready to go in December. But because that's just that's just that's just wait a really quick turnaround. I'm sure, like you know, a, a plane ride he can get here in a day. But still, that's a lot to ask. Yeah, it does seem like a lot to ask. Uh, but you know, for all but, these kids, it seems a lot to ask. It does. It's 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 a it's a really big ask. So yeah, that's my guy. I, I if if I were if I were taking the big swing, I know that the, we're gonna get into you know the top three. That I think the top three are gonna go, the top three, in in yeah. some order. So let's shift to Wiseman, because um, Wiseman's probably gonna go top three. Um, I've seen him ranked as low as like eighth, ninth, tenth on some people's boards of talent, right? Uh, but most mocks have him within the top three. Uh, he played what like six minutes of organized basketball in his career. Someone who's barely played, and we don't have any any tape on him. <laughs> so here's the thing about Wiseman. Wiseman, they they actually call Wiseman a true five. Like they say he's not like a stretch big, although he can shoot. They say he's he's a uh, he's supposed to be like a lockdown defender, and he's seven foot one as a seven foot six wingspan. Um, uh, my question for you in this like modern NBA where we don't value those that skill set. And also the, the, I'm going to ignore the fact that some of the scouting reports say that like defensively he runs hot and cold. Like to me, Wiseman looks like a bust. Like if I were creating a bust in my, in my mind of a top three draft pick, somebody who's not going to pan out, like it would look exactly like Wiseman the way, the way, um, the, the terminology is around him. So uh, what do you think about James Wiseman? And why do you think people love him when it's t- 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 in this modern age? He doesn't seem like he fits this modern age of draft Knicks. Like, like why do people still like him? We've, it's, we've, we, we've, we've drifted into this era of basketball where those, he is a traditional five in, in a sense, a traditional five for 2020. Like he can shoot. He is mobile. He's not Andre Drummond. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, when I think of, you know, recent traditional fives, I think Andre Drummond, a guy who can't particularly shoot, can't particularly handle the ball well. It doesn't really matter that he's that big because the things that he has to do now, you know, he can't really do. Whereas a guy like uh, Jokic is, I would call him a modern traditional five, right? He is big. He can play defense, but he does all the things that, the modern NBA requires. He can shoot, he can pass, he can run, he can do all those things, right? Yeah. I think that Wiseman is probably somewhere in between those two. Yeah. Like, as far as skill goes. Not saying he's going to be as good as those guys, but saying that he's skill-wise. Like, he, he kind of does some of the stuff Jokic does, and he kind of does a lot of the things that Anthony, that um, Andre Drummond does. I just don't know where that fits today, especially on a young team. Right now, if 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 he goes into Minnesota, goes into Golden State, if Golden State takes him at two, I think that it's probably a better situation for him because all he's basically going to be asked to do is rebound and play defense. Right, like he's not yeah. going to be 
required to post up. They're not gonna. They're never gonna throw him the ball to post up. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Which like, which is good. This, this, <laughs> like that's never gonna happen on that team. <laughs> like, so I actually think that works better for him. Whereas if he goes even to Minnesota, he's probably not gonna be asked to do that. But if he goes to Charlotte or if Cleveland or somewhere like that. I feel like that they're going to depend more on his offense, which I think doesn't benefit him. Because I, I, because if he's going to be successful in the NFL, in the NBA, it's not going to be on offense. It's going to or it's going to be limited on offense. He's going to have to be a pick and roll guy. He's going to have to pick up, clean up rebounds and get putbacks. And he's going to have to hit threes. Like that's yeah. just the only way he's going to be productive, right? In today's NBA. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Charlotte is a, a, a allegedly in love with him. Um. I think they're going to come out of this draft with him, whether it's at three or if they trade up to one. I think Charlotte is there. Everything that I've said, they're zoned in on on Wiseman, and I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to know what he is because, like you said, we've seen so little of him, and what little we have seen doesn't fit what the NBA is. I really don't know why he's why he's why he's projected so high. Because <laughs> he seems because he seems he, he seems, seems like, like a, a mid round guy. Like yeah. Right, like if I were, if I, if you just showed me two centers, if you showed me Wiseman and Okongwu, Onyeka Okongwu, I would say Okongwu fits the NBA today better than Wiseman does. Yeah, I love him. He even might, he, he even might. though Okongwu is Okongwu is like how tall? He's like six nine, six eight. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's much shorter than than Wiseman. He's smaller than Wiseman, but he does everything that fits today's NBA I think better than Wiseman does. Yeah, I he he might be my favorite player in the draft. Like he might be He's if good. I had the number yeah. 1 pick, I might take Okongwu. I know that's not what everyone thinks, but I, I he just Yeah, if I had the number 1 pick and I was taking Okongwu, I'd trade back to 5 and still get him cuz yeah. he's going to be there at, at least 5 or 6. Cuz like I I'm not saying he is Bam Adebayo, but I am saying if there is a Bam Adebayo in this draft, it's him. That's what Ex- I'm saying. Exact. That's the that's the whole point. Look at how effective Bam has been, and Okongwu is way closer to to Bam than Wiseman is. Wiseman, I think, is way closer to Anthony. To uh, I keep saying Anthony Davis to uh, Andre Drummond, a better Andre Drummond, in that you know he's you know he can again run and pass and shoot and all those things that Drummond can't really do, but more of a traditional five than Bam mm-hmm. is. Yeah, whereas Okongwu can play, I think he can play the four. Um, I, I, he's a yeah. five. He's he's definitely a five, but I think he can play the four. Um, he just he just does everything well and, and helps your team. And he, I, I just, and I like his motor. Like I'm big on players that just I see just trying to will their team to win at any given moment, and I just see that from Okongwu. So I love that. Kid. Um, yeah, I'm in on Okongwu. So. Uh... Let's just before we dig dig into my into the mock. Let's just talk about the the top three guys. The top three in the draft, I think, is pretty set in some order, right? Lamelo Ball, James Wiseman, which we already talked about, and Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start with Edwards for a second. Anthony Edwards seems like a rich man's uh, Deion Waiters to me. Oh. Instant offense. Guy's gonna be able to score. That guy's gonna average 18 points a game in the league for the next 10 years. Like that's what he seems like to me. Okay, all right. Guy's gonna he's gonna sc- he's gonna score buckets. And you know what? Everybody can use a guy like that, right? Yeah, you need those guys. Who yeah. You, who can't you? Who can't use a guard that's gonna get you 15 to 20 points a night, right? Yeah. Um, that's what he seems like to me. I think he's he's he seems like a. He's gonna be like I think he, you're gonna be able to turn him into a really good defender. 
I think he's gonna be able. To, uh, he's gonna be able to shoot threes. He's crazy athletic. I I think he's gonna be good. Now, whether or not he's a perennial All Star, we'll just have to see. Yeah, I, I do think I, he, think I do gonna think gonna he's good. gonna shoot ten th- step back threes a game. I do think that's gonna happen. ten. That's <laughs> at low. least give me the over. <laughs> I feel like if he. I feel like if he went to Atlanta, I feel like him and Trey Young would shoot 25 threes a game. <laughs> yeah, I, so, but again, I, I, again, I, I think he's going to be a good scorer, and I think whoever gets him gets a good person to score. If he ends up falling to Charlotte at three, I think that's fine. Yeah, I think he fits Charlotte. I think that works. You know, you're right. He can score. Kid can score. And he can finish. Like he's, yeah. it's really fun to watch him go to the hoop. Finishes hard at the basket. Takes yeah. contact well. Yeah. He's stocky. I like him. Um, I don't think he's one of these type type of guys that's turning your franchise around, though. It doesn't I, I, feel I don't think that way. Yeah, it doesn't feel yeah. that way. Whereas Lamelo Ball. So now here's the half hour we get to talk about Lamelo Ball. Yeah, let's talk about Lamelo Ball. Six foot seven. So, yeah, let's talk about him. It, I, I have no idea. So here's the thing. You watch LaMelo Ball on tape, and the kid can pass. He can pass like nobody else like, like nobody else in this draft, right? Mm-hmm. He's got crazy handles. He's a much better shooter than his brother is. He's, big, he's so much bigger than I thought he was. Didn't realize he was 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, I yeah. thought he was like 6'4". Yeah, listeners, I was talking to Dwayne about LaMelo Ball over text there beforehand, and it, 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 Dwayne was talking about how bad LaMelo Ball was, and then he goes, wait a minute, is is LaMelo Ball really 6'7"? And I said, I think so. And he said, now i got to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realize he was that big. Yeah, so I was anxious, I was anxious to hear your LaMelo Ball takes after, after taking the height into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> six seven is six seven. That's big. That's I like my big guards. You know, I like you I do. I like big guards. You do. I, I want you to tell me why he's not Michael Carter Williams. Why is Lamelo Bell not Oof. Michael Carter Williams? I mean, <laughs> who said he? Who said he isn't? <laughs> I mean, I know he can pass. The, I know he can pass. He can pass. Yeah. I, I would say he's. I would say he's probably a better prospect than Michael Carter Williams was coming out of the draft. Like, no question. Okay. Right. Like, he's a much better passer. He's faster. He's a better shooter. I will. I would say all those things are true. Okay. Fair but enough. The, the problem. Here's the problem, though. This kid does not. Michael Carter Williams did not have nearly the red flags this kid does. Nearly the red flags. Michael, like, you talk about a questionable motor. I, it's de- the definition of questionable motor. Yeah, how that's always hard scary to kid, me. How hard is this kid really going to work? Right? Like, you watch his, you watch tape on him. If he does not have the ball, he is not moving at all. Like off ball defense, I've I've seen I saw a lot of times of him getting picked back back door, just not paying attention. Like just he'll he'll flash to the top to call for the ball. If the ball swings the other way, he just walks to the corner and doesn't really do anything. Massive red flag. And I get he was seventeen playing in Lithuania, or he was then he went. I think he played. Then he went to Australia. I get it was like a really weird situation for him. His dad made him drop out of high school, sent him to Lithuania to play professional basketball. Like, all that stuff is not his fault, right? Like, that's not really on him. That's on his 
his crazy dad. Yeah, but doesn't mean that's not a flag. Doesn't mean it just doesn't mean that it's not a problem. Yeah, it's still a problem. Yeah, like it's it's not my fault that I'm five foot seven and not athletic. But that's still, <laughs> even though that's not my fault, it's still a good reason not to draft me in the NBA draft. You know? <laughs> hey, listen, you got a crazy motor. Have you seen that guy? That yeah. guy works his tail off. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the motor runs I can a see lot. It. Brand is at the top of the key calling for the ball. You gotta give me the rock. Give me the rock. <laughs> and, like, wait, like Brandon, and, you're and, being guard, the guy who's guarding you is 6'9. Yeah, and Brandon Niles is rejected again. Every time he shoots the ball, rejected from six feet away. Uh, it threw the ball to you, and you just crumble in a ball into a little puddle in the middle of the court. It's a mess. It's not good. It's not good. I love. There's all that stuff on Twitter that's like, if you, uh, if you got the best offensive line in football, do you think you could gain a yard on se- seven carries or something? And I'd be like, no, no. My, my final statistics on seven carries would be one carry, negative three yards, and a broken head. That's what. That's what it would be. I would get. I would lose. I would somehow lose nine yards. I don't know how. Like I would lose. It would be the worst. Uh, can you imagine? You get first the ball of all. And Aaron Donald is there looking at you, just like, just like. First, yeah, just first like of all, they would lips. pitch the ball to me. He'd pitch the ball to me, and I'd fumble it. First of all, I wouldn't catch the pitch. First of all. Oh, <laughs> one carry, one fumble. Lost nine yards. Broken leg. That'd be my my line. <laughs> Broken leg. And then I break is... my foot trying. To, yeah, yeah. I break my foot trying to dive on the ball. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm not diving on the ball. I'm just walking to the side. Yeah, just go, just, just, get you, you know the important thing is your health, man. That's the important thing. You get, get back to that sideline, man. <laughs> be like, be like, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Sl- I'm gonna go sling peanuts up in the crowd. You guys can have this. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a pretzel. You guys want anything? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Lamelo Ball. So yeah. here's the thing. I do think he has. I think he has crazy upside. If it clicks for that guy, I think he could be really good. I just don't see any way that it clicks. I I, I think that I don't think it's gonna go well. I this may sound stupid in five years when he's the best point guard in the league, but I don't think it will. Um. I, I get why teams are interested in taking a swing at him, though. Like, yeah. the, the big rumor is that the Detroit and OKC want to trade up for him. I get why a team like Detroit would want to go get LaMelo Ball, right? Like, if you're if, if they start right now, the season, are we going to see Detroit on TV at all this year? Probably not, right? Probably like, not, yeah. When would, when would we ever see Detroit? But if they get LaMelo Ball, we'd probably get a Detroit versus New Orleans game on a Tuesday night or something, right? Yeah, like it 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 brings eyeballs. I get why you would want to do it, and they need a guy. Yeah, right. Like they 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 need you know someone to sell tickets, someone to be their guy. And I, I think Lamelo definitely fits that bill. I just don't. I just I just I'm I'm worried about it, man. You've got Le, you've got Lavar Ball running around trying to get everybody to wear his shoes. Like just no, thank you. I yeah, want no parts. Of yeah, it. I'm with you. Like Lavar Ball is a big issue for me. Like I don't want I don't want him in the building. And is that going to be okay? At is all. that going to work out? You know. Um, I I want to know with Detroit, right? Because a lot of people have Detroit trading up. What is Detroit offering to trade up? 
Like, what? what I, that's the thing. Like, Detroit trade up for Lamelo Ball means you got to get up in the top three, maybe top one, right? Uh, if you're calling yeah. Minnesota and you're saying trade down to seven and we'll give you Luke Kennard? They're unpro- unprotected first next year. Oh, okay. It's got to be that. Okay. All right. That makes sense, I guess, if, if they want to do something like that. That's which um, supposedly next year's draft is supposed to be like really good, right? Yeah. I would not do that for LaMelo Ball, but that's what it would have to be, okay. in my opinion. Or yeah, if, if I'm or Minnesota, that's what I want. Or something like that. Yeah, if I'm Minnesota, that's what I want for, for that, um, definitely. I That's the thing. Trying to find the right trade package for some of these teams seems really difficult to me. People talk about Chicago moving up, too. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, do, do people want Zach Levine? Is that what – I don't know what Chicago is trading to move up. They're not going to give up Markkinen. They're probably not going to give up Kobe they pro- I would probably switch picks – a, per, a heavily protected pick next year. It depends on if they're going for a guard and probably Cody White. Okay. All right. So, like, Golden State or something, if they want to move up to two to get, I don't know who Chicago wants, Anthony Edwards maybe. If they want to do that, then they're they're giving up Kobe White and the four. Is Golden State biting on that? Golden State's weird. I don't know what go. I don't know what Golden State is doing. Golden State's yeah. kind of in a good spot. They're just like, look, what you what do you want? Yeah, like, it's like it's like we'll take Wiseman or we'll take whatever offer you got, right? Yeah. Like because they don't really need this pick; it's got a gravy for them. Um, because they're they're set to try to compete for a title next year anyway. Um, I don't think they end up trading out. I think they end up taking Wiseman. Okay, I I know. Um, I think it was I think it was Hollinger, John Hollinger. I think was no, I, no, 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 no. That's not what I had written down. I I had written down they trade with Charlotte. Oh, okay. To take Wiseman. Because okay. Charlotte wants Wiseman and I feel like somebody else is gonna trade up at two. So I think they I think Charlotte and Golden State swip. And and Char- and I have Golden State taking Anthony Edwards. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Because um, I, I know uh, I think it was Hollinger said that Golden State likes your boy Denny from from Macabre. So I, I God, wonder that would make so much sense. So yeah, so th- I wonder if them looking to move down might mean that they're looking at him. And he's, you know, stylistically, he's a great fit for Steve Kerr. He's a great fit in that offense. He fills a hole. Like, that's a, like, that that seems like it makes a lot of sense. You have him play on the wing and you and all that. But uh, I wonder, I, I wonder what Golden State does. Like you said, they're in a very good position right now. They can just field offers or take the guy they like. So uh, we'll see what happens there. I, I, I wonder, I'm really glad there's not a Tim Duncan in this draft because it would seem very unfair for Golden State to get Tim Duncan right now, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be awesome, actually. <laughs> it would seem really unfair for Golden State after all that to have one bad year because of injuries and then get Tim Duncan. like And then, and then land Tim Duncan. Unless James Wiseman becomes Tim Duncan and they somehow end up with him. Maybe, but it's not obvious. Like Tim Duncan, when he was drafted, was Tim Duncan like everyone right. expected Tim Duncan to be who he was right so yeah uh you know <laughs> so, there was no question about who the number one pick was that year yeah it's like it's Duncan yeah <laughs> um so let's start going through the the mock we can talk there's a lot of other players that we need to talk about yeah but let's we do can, it uh, we can get to them let's do it and uh, I, and and remind me I do want to ask you about 2021 draft at some point there, there's somebody I want to ask about so just don't let me forget oh. that so 
well, let's do that. I, I, I don't know anyone that's in the 2021 draft. I haven't even gotten through the 2020 draft. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, so who do you have Minnesota taking? And, um, you know, give me like a trade probability index for each one. You know what I mean? Or did you project trades? I projected trades. Okay. Good, good, good. Never mind then. I do not think Minnesota's picking number one. Um, Everybody seems to say Minnesota is barreling in on LaMelo Ball. I think that's a big smoke screen. Ah. And I think they're just trying to drive the price up. I don't think Minnesota's going to take LaMelo Ball. Okay. Okay. Who do you th- who do you um, think Minnesota takes? Well, I've got Minnesota. Who do I think they take at one? Or... Yeah, who do you think their target oh. is? Oh, I think they're targeting assets because I don't think they like any of the three players. I've okay. not heard every story that I've heard from them sounds like they're trying to tell people they'd like Mello or Wiseman, but they don't. Okay. Right? It's not, it, it feels like a smokescreen. I think that they end up trading with uh, the Pistons. I think the Pistons do whatever it takes. They move up to one and they get Mello. Oh, wow. I, I, I would love that to happen just from a storyline perspective. <laughs> <laughs> but I, think I hate that's it for what happens. And then I've got, I've got Minnesota going back to seven and still getting a point guard, uh, uh, Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes. Ah, but, okay, good. I'm glad we're going to bring up Killian Hayes. Yeah, I think, I think Kill, Killian Hayes. Like Minnesota does need a point guard. That's that's true. And I think Killian Hayes. If if before I fell in love with Denny with Denny at God, this is going to be so hard for me. Just say Denny. <laughs> Denny. Before I fell in love with Denny, I was in love with Killian Hayes. I think Killian Hayes is going to be a great, a good NBA point guard for many years. Okay, cool. Don't think, again, don't think he's changing your franchise, but I think he's going to be a good, solid starter at point guard. Kid can play, man. It's like, it's, he's, what, he's one of the, I've got my guy. You know how I always have these guys, the guy I say that can play basketball. I've got I've got my guy in this draft that I think can just play basketball. Nice. But Killian Hayes is another one of those guys. He could just play. Just let him play. Don't overthink it. He's big, strong. Just let him play. Yeah. Is he a is he a guard, Killian Hayes? He's a point guard. Okay. Um So you got Detroit yeah, so trading I, I've up got, for Lamelo Ball. I've got Detroit. I that's just feels like what's gonna happen to me. Now that could that could, could be complete nonsense, and they, Minnesota may just take Melo. <laughs> that's just what it feels like to me, based on nothing. Yeah. And I don't know. I just it doesn't it doesn't feel like they want him to me, and it feels like Detroit really does. You also got to think fit, <laughs> you know, right? Like Minnesota's got to know Lamelo Ball needs the ball, and D'Angelo Russell exactly, needs the ball. Exactly. <laughs> He has to have the ball. You know who else? It would not shock me. I don't know how they would do it if they want to do it. It wouldn't shock me if the Knicks went after Lamelo Ball. That oh wouldn't boy! Shock me. Uh, nothing. Nothing is off the table with the Knicks. Nothing is ever off the <laughs> table with the Knicks. Because <laughs> Melo seems like the kind of thing that New York would just fall in love with immediately. Yeah. Right? Like he he'd do it. He'd hit like two threes in a row and have like a behind the back pass for a dunk on a fast break, and they'd build him a statue. Yeah, yeah. Like immediately, would, it'd, be, it'd be over. It'd be mellow fever for the next six years in New York, based off that one game. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, him and R.J. Barrett would probably play well together, stylistically. Anyway, I think I think he makes Kevin Knox better. I think he'd make a lot of those guys better, just because he could get he could pass the ball so much better than the guards they have now. Yeah, yeah. Would, so, that course, wouldn't shock me either. Yeah, of course. Do but, the Knicks give those guys up to get him? <laughs> 
Because <laughs> that would probably. be a Knicks thing to do. <laughs> Kevin Knox would definitely probably get traded. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you Knox, Barrett, and Robinson. <laughs> for, for LaMelo. And the eighth pick for LaMelo. <laughs> and LaMelo was out there passing the ball to Taj Gibson. <laughs> He's out there giving it to Julius Randle. Yeah. Bumbling out of bounds. <laughs> um, I stepped on my second pick. I, the second pick, second and third pick, I think is going to be James Wiseman and Anthony Edwards. In that order? In some order. Oh, okay. In that order by some team. Whether, I think if Golden State doesn't trade, they take they take James Wiseman. And I think if Golden State does trade, they take James Wiseman. I think James Wiseman goes second whether that's to Charlotte or Golden State, but I think Charlotte does move up to two and take James Wiseman. Oh, you do? You think Charlotte moves up to two and takes Wiseman? Okay. I do. I think, yeah, I think all all reports are that Charlotte wants James Wiseman. Okay. Interesting. Now, what, what does that trade look like? What is Charlotte having to give up in order to do that? Charlotte is probably switched. They're probably swapping picks, picks obviously. Sure. And I think that it probably is going to involve a player and a future first. So I'm thinking probably one of the Cody's, or excuse me, one of the um, the twins, Cody or Caleb, and uh, probably a future first, or maybe like Dwayne Bacon or or uh, Malik Monk or something like that. Okay. All right. That's interesting. That would be my guess. And a future first, a protected first or something. Now, if I were Charlotte, I would not do that. <laughs> I would just t- I would just take Anthony Edwards and be done with it. But um, but it does it does seem as though Charlotte really wants Wiseman, and if they feel like Wiseman's not going to be there, I think they make the move. Yeah, go get your guy. If he's your guy, go get your guy. Um, yeah, it seems like that's who they want. If he's not your guy, stay put and take Okungwu. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, just take, just take him. Just take Denny, man. Just take just Denny. Just take Denny. <laughs> just to, come on, come on, guys. I want to root for Denny for the next ten years. This is gonna be great. It's gonna be great when he's Mario Hazonia and we li- listen back to this. No, that's okay, buddy. It's okay. It's all right. I've been. I'm buying all the Denny stock, man. <laughs> Charlotte has not had a player like that in ever. Who's the, like, ever had a player like him? <laughs> P.J. Washington is probably the closest, and he's way more athletic than P.J. Washington is. Oh, those two would play well together, too. Those, that, that would be oh, a nice so, And then you got Miles. Miles Bridges could just rebound. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, just yeah. make this happen. It'd be a fun Come reason. on. Hey, Charlotte, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but now, that being said, I, I do think even if they end up with Anthony Edwards, I think he'll be good. They'll have yeah. the, the backcourt the, the back rotation of Rozier, Graham, and Edwards. They'll score buckets, if nothing else. Yeah, They absolutely. might not stop anybody, but they'll <laughs> score buckets. <laughs> um, so then that leaves Chicago at number four. So let's say Charlotte moves up and takes Wiseman. So the Golden State yep. is sitting at three. Are they taking Edwards? I think they take Edwards. Okay. Although, that would be a good spot for Denny. But I think they take Edwards. Okay. All right. That makes sense. And we, we've talked about Edwards and we've talked about Golden State. So let's jump to four. What is Chicago doing in that spot? Because that seems like the point where it could go anywhere. So this is where I think I think you're going to probably get two perennial all-stars out of this draft. I think probably one of those top three guys pans out and becomes an all-star. And I think from four to probably 11 here, I think you're going to get a really good player. Okay. At least one. Because there's like I like 
almost every single guy from four to eleven, and that's not always the case. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, think I like all... a lot of those guys too. Um, I, I like now. I I don't know who most of them are, but we already talked about Ogungwe, and I like um, <laughs> I like uh, you know, we got Denny there, and I like Obi Toppin from uh from Dayton. I like him a lot. Yeah, so. I, I talked about my guy that could just play basketball. That's yeah. Obi Toppin. That's him. Okay. Obi Toppin can. That guy can just play. Yeah. Just give, don't even worry about it. Just give him the ball. Just get out there. <laughs> just, just say, "Hey, Obi. <laughs> hey, tonight you're you're guarding uh you you're guarding uh Blake Griffin tonight. Just go play basketball. Just go play and basketball. Just let him go. I love it. I love it. I love. He's guys super high motor, crazy athletic. He's you know he, he's, I will say I see a little Thomas Robinson. Remember how we used to talk about Thomas Robinson where it doesn't seem to always know what to do on the court but wants to do everything? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see I see a little bit of that in Obi Toppin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love to watch him finish. I love to watch Toppin because he finishes like he's mad at the at the, the hoop. Like he's, yeah. Like Obi, he's, yeah. Like Obi the, Toppin does the same thing. Yeah. He dunks so hard. That's like what, he's yeah. just trying to take out his frustration. That's who I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about Toppin. Like he, he sees the rim. Oh, like, yeah. like, like the rim just said something nasty about his family. Like he did. That's the way he beats <laughs> the rim. And I enjoy that. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Um, but no, I've got at four, I've got Chicago taking Denny. Okay. All right. Which is a great fit. That'd be a great fit there for I, him. I think Denny is he's he's mocked mid uh, this uh, mid lottery anywhere from like five to eight. I've seen him mocked. I think Chicago, if I were them, I would take the swing. They could go. I thought about going to Kongwu there, but they they've got they've got Barkin in. They've got uh, what's the other guy's name? They love what's his name? The kid from Duke. Forget his name. Oh, Wendell Carter. Oh, I wonder if that's Wendell the piece. Carter. I wonder if that's the piece that you move up if you're trying to get to two. To go after who though? To go after Edwards? Yeah, if they want Edwards or or Wiseman. Or, or Wiseman or Lamelo, right? If if they're sitting there at two and they call Golden State and we say we'll give you four and Wendell Carter, and Golden State says, "Oh, great!" Then we get our center and we can take Denny. That makes sense. Maybe that's the maybe that's the move. I've been I've been trying to think of what Chicago has to offer Golden State, but Wendell Carter makes sense. Would they trade Wendell Carter? They seem to really like Wendell Carter. I don't know maybe, if they would trade him. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe not. I, I I wouldn't. I would I would stay at four. Take Denny. <laughs> yeah, I would I would do both. I would trade Wendell Carter and stay at four and take Denny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, My you, opinion, you've never Wendell been Carter. Are well known. Yeah, you've never been a Wendell Carter guy. <laughs> <laughs> and still are. Everyone seems to like him. Seems extremely meant to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, this leaves me to. This takes us to number five, Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh. I didn't look this up, but I should have. Uh, Thomas uh, Tristan Thompson is a free agent, correct? Yeah, yeah, he's he's off. He's off the books. Yeah, so he's gone. They're taking. They should take uh, Mkongwu. Yeah, Mkongwu. Be a great fit there. He doesn't need the ball, which is fit. great. So yeah, they've got they've got two young guards. They've taken the past two drafts. They get their big guy, and they're probably still not making the playoffs next year, so they can go get a wing next year. Yeah, yeah. It seems I, I, like I they're the. Did was did Darius Garland have a good year? He was very meh, right? I don't he, even remember. He was very meh. He had his moments. I, I think he was hurt part of the time, and he had his moments, okay. but he was very meh. Colin Sexton, um, basically yeah, he, just he, shot he came the entire bit. time. Yeah, he, he's been he's been fine, but he's it, mostly it's uh, I shoot all the time on a bad team. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, 
But that'd be a great Okongwu fit. Okongwu is he runs the floor so well. He plays defense really, really well. I think he'd be a perfect fit, young guy, and he could sit. He could go next to Kevin Love until they trade Kevin Love. Yeah, I think he I'm could play. Yeah. They, Shocked yeah. they haven't traded Kevin Love yet. Kevin Love doesn't belong on this team anymore. We, we, we know what like, happened. Get, <laughs> we know what happened. They what? called and they said, hey, you give me a first for Kevin Love. And the other team said, no, no, no. You give me a first and Kevin Love. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> we know we know why Kevin Love is still a Cav. Because the Cavs thought that he could get assets. And other teams thought he should come with assets. So... <laughs> um, I, I, what I love, uh, Okugwe could play with Love. He could also play with Andre Drummond, who looks like he's going to be on this roster next year. So, uh, yeah. So, did, have they extended him, or did he pick? He had an option. Did he, he pick he's, up his option? He's got a twenty-eight million dollar player option. I just can't imagine he doesn't pick that up. His agent has to be telling him, "Look at the Yusuf Nurkic contract. Um, you're not getting that." So, which is yeah. which was like four years, forty eight million or something like that. So I, God, I can't I imagine they, I Drummond. Didn't have Drummond. I wish, wish they didn't have Drummond. No, it's fine. It's one year. It's just one year. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't hurt them. <laughs> yeah, Okongwu can come off the bench one year. It's fine. Yeah, well, he does. He doesn't um, really need to because Love is going to miss so much time, right? So <laughs> it, it, it can basically be like a three starter front court. You know what I mean? It's going to be so much so fun. The season's gonna start December the twentieth. They're gonna they're gonna text Kevin Love like two weeks before and like, hey Kevin, are you coming to camp? He's like, Camp? Yeah. I'm in Bermuda. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I do feel the need to to say that I am really, really like Kevin Love has spoken out over the past couple of years so much about mental health issues in the league and about how a lot of these guys suffer from mental health issues that go unchecked or untreated. Yeah. Like I just wanna give a shout to Kevin Love for like I love Kevin that. Love. Cause yeah. He seems like such a genuinely good dude. He yeah. really does. I don't know. We talk we talk big about his contract and his injury history, but that doesn't that doesn't mean we don't like Kevin Love. So seems like such a such a good dude. Mm-hmm. And it and, and like he wants to start like start programs for like guys to get like therapy and like and see counselors and stuff. Cause he's like he's like, you know, it, it's easy to look at these guys and think of them as just basketball players. He's like, but they are people and they yeah. have problems like everyone else does in life. Yeah, like, we yeah. get get him and Kyrie and Chris Bosh, um, Lonzo Ball. You know, all of them together. The I played with LeBron Club. They all get together <laughs> and deal with deal with the mental health problems that have that have stemmed from the traumatic experience. So, <laughs> LeBron got all those guys rings, so they all should go sit out somewhere. <laughs> except Lonzo. LeBron got you all the ring. Yeah, except Lonzo. So, did Lonzo play with? I don't even count that. Doesn't count. That doesn't count. He he. <laughs> LeBron came in and just crapped on Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram for a year, and we pretend like that didn't happen. <laughs> and then promptly traded them away. <laughs> yes, promptly traded them away. That absolutely happened. Oh, they didn't even play with him for a whole season. When did they trade for Anthony Davis? Was that in the off season or was that in season? It was off season. That was the off. That was right before the draft, I think. You know what? You know what I love. Um, I love that trade is one of the things that proves your point when you always say Kyle Kuzma wouldn't. Nobody would know who he was if he wasn't a Laker. And, and the reason why <laughs> is because ask the average NBA fan now who Josh Hart is. 
Like, <laughs> yes, people have been saying that. People have been. Say- Remember when we were told how good Josh Hart was? Yeah. Have you heard his name since then? Have not. Have not at all. <laughs> Nothing against Josh Hart, but he was treated like the second coming of the, the two guard position while he was a Laker. <laughs> and I think Kuzma would be the same thing. If Kuzma went somewhere else, like three years later, you'd be like, "Oh, Kyle Kuzma's a net now. Yeah, he's all right." Think about think how much we heard about how much we heard about Brandon Ingram when he was with the Lakers. He went to New Orleans, had a better season, and didn't get nearly as much press. Yeah, ball. He was out. really good in New yeah. Orleans last year, he, and all we ever heard about him that team was was Zion, and yeah. Zion didn't play half the season. Yeah, yeah. Ingram <laughs> straight balled out last year. He had a phenomenal year. So Ingram was New Orleans' best player next year, last year, hands down. Yeah. and all we heard about was Zion. That's yeah. all you need to know. That's the guy. Like, like if 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 I if I have money. Um, and I'm like I'm like a Charlotte type of team or something like that that doesn't have like yeah. a, doesn't have my star franchise player right now. Like Brandon Ingram's the guy I go and and back up the Brinks truck to and see if I can pry him away from New Orleans. I'm sure New Orleans would match whatever, but I I give it a yeah, swing. They would. I give that a shot. Would they though? I don't. Probably they probably would. I think they would. Ingram Ingram did a lot for that team. He pairs well with Zion. Like I think I think New Orleans views him as part of the core that's what i think i think if you probably. look at new orleans then hit their untouchables right now are probably ingram zion williamson and maybe jackson hayes and i think anyone else is yeah is, definitely is, jackson hayes yeah definitely. they're not trading jackson hayes yeah i think anyone else on that team they're they're willing to part with but i think they will back up the brings truck for ingram especially when you consider by the time ingram's contract is up there only be like one year left where they're paying Zion, right? His max. So it, you got you look at the way those contracts line up. You'll get another chance to decide whether or not to pay Ingram max money um, after you pay Zion. So it's it's only like one year of overlap there, right? So is it really? That's it. Okay. Yeah. So because Zion, right, is a rookie, right? Ingram, you pay him now. You figure that's like four years, probably, probably yeah, a four-year deal, right? So um, so you do that, then his fourth year will be Zion's first year in a new contract. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. So if you need to move on from Ingram to pay somebody else or to change that core, then you can. You you're only one year of that overlap. So yeah, I think he. I think I think New Orleans will pay him whatever he wants. Yeah, he gets paid and he stays. That's what I think happens. Yep, I think. But so I do too. think it makes sense for Charlotte to be like, hey, whatever it takes. Yeah, or you know, any any of those teams that have money, <laughs> you know, um, you know, I, I the Knicks, you know, any of those teams that have money. Oh, the Knicks. Just go ahead and pencil everyone into the Knicks. Yeah, well, they, you know, it's 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 interesting because they have a bunch of young assets that don't really fit together and a bunch of, like, short-term deals that don't really fit together on veterans, and they have, like, cap space. So that's – this is one of the years where, like, putting people on the Knicks makes more sense than usual, right? Because the trade destinations, you can – they've got all kinds of contracts that you can throw in that are short-term deals that you can throw in to make – uh, any kind of trade yeah. work along with yep. plenty of young assets including like the what do they have the number eight pick they're they pick eight yeah so that that eight pick kevin knox and salary filler could get you a lot i think if 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 the right deal is out there so and i derailed us i'm sorry i completely derailed you us. did it's fine <laughs> that's fine that's what this is for that's what this is for <laughs> We were. You said Cleveland uh, is going to take um, uh, uh, Okungwe, right? Which which makes perfect sense to me. What do you have Atlanta doing at six? Um, 
All reports seems to be that Atlanta wants to trade this pick. Okay. That Atlanta Atlanta wants a vet. Atlanta's trying to make the playoffs. That makes sense. They Atlanta, don't need another Atlanta's, rookie. Yeah, Atlanta's like, look, we're tired of hearing about uh, about the, the trade, but we traded away Luca and took Trey Young. <laughs> we got to make the playoffs. Um, I don't think they end up trading this pick. I, I've got them taking uh, Isaac Okoro from Auburn, another one of these six six wings who can defend and switch and just move around. What do you call him? The utility knife. Uh, yeah, yeah, utility player. Yeah, utility or Swiss knives. Army knife. Swiss Army knife. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, he, he's one of those kind of guys. Plug him in. He's six 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 seven. He can switch. He can shoot. He can defend. Uh, he's really high energy. They could go guard here and take Tyrese Halliburton, who I really, really, really like. Um, I've got uh, Tyrese Halliburton is kind of like he reminds me of like uh, Malcolm Brogdon. He's just kind of like he's, he's he's kind of tall. He's an off guard, and he just kid can just he can just flat out score. He's really real thin. He's gonna need to put on some weight. I don't like that about him. Okay. But Tyrese Halliburton is also another good player. If Atlanta wanted to go there, but I kind of want them to get more wing help than more guard help right now. Yeah, yeah. If, and Okora is if, if they if Okora is one of those like six seven dudes, right? Who? Okora. Yeah, Okura, he's, he's like six seven, six yeah, six six, six seven, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me a, give me all wing. the six seven guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Just if, if 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 all things are equal and there's not a big guy I love, just give me a guy that's six seven. Yep. <laughs> I can teach him to switch on the pick and roll. <laughs> um, seven. I had the Detroit uh, Detroit trained to one, so this is Minnesota, and I've got them taking uh, Tyrese Albert. Excuse me, Killian Hayes. Um, guy we talked about briefly. I think Killian Hayes has the potential to be the best point guard in this draft, depending on what happens with Melo. Okay. Um, he's just gonna he, again. He, I worry about like guys like this that like he's from. I think he was in where was he from? France, I think. I think he's playing in France. I think so. Yeah. But he's uh, he's or in Italy, something like that. I don't remember. But you watch him. He's playing against guys older and bigger than him, and he's just bullying them. Yeah. Right, like he's just, he's blowing by these guys. He's getting to the rim. He's getting hit. He's I've seen it. I've step back threes. Like yeah, give me that guy. And I think Minnesota. <laughs> I'd rather have I'd rather have that guy than some guy who's running down the lane on his tiptoes, throwing the ball behind his back and <laughs> doesn't play defense. Like forgive me. Like I'm, I just <laughs> the mellow ball love is just kind of perplexing to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just I get it. It's fun. It's flashy. But I want a guy who's going to put his nose down, play defense, and get to the rack on me. And I think that's Killian Hayes. Okay. All right. I, I like that. I'll admit, I know nothing about Killian Hayes except that he has size and plays in French. Or French. Big which is guy. Like France. Is, is it France? <laughs> I think it's that, uh, The Athletic has him was it Radio Parm Olm as the team? I don't know. But I don't know what that is. Radio Farm. I probably completely yeah. butchered that. Ratio it's farm. somewhere over there. Yeah, ratio it's farm. Fine. Radio. That that's terrible. That's it's like the, that might be the worst <laughs> pronunciation I've had on this show. And I've had our some one French words. listener is furious with yeah, you. Yeah, right. right? I'm terribly sorry to really to the entire <laughs> country of France, and also I'm extra tired. I'm extra sorry to the country who this actually is when we find out it's not France. So I'm sorry for that too. <laughs> well, let's let's actually find out where he plays. Yeah. Yeah. Ratio Farm Olm. Olm. I, I'm confident in the pronunciation of Olm. U L M. 
I'm, co- I'm confident in that. It's France. He's fr- it's France. Okay. He's, fr- he's French. All right, well, he all plays right. in France. So France gets gets one apology from me then. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of two. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, seems um, seems seems boomer bust to me, but I I really don't know. I really don't know anything about him. He's very boomer bust. You know what? That's probably every player in this draft. <laughs> That's fair. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably every single player in the draft. This is the, there is not one guy in this draft. I, the only guy that I'm confident is going to be at least very usable in the NBA is a Kongwu. Yeah, I feel like a Kongwu is going to be like he's going to be around for a while. But would you tell me in two years from now that Denny can't play, can't get off a bench? That wouldn't shock me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think a Kongwu is an all star. That that's I'm going to say that he's an all star. So I agree. Yeah, wouldn't shock me if if James Wiseman can't defend anyone, just keeps getting dunked on by everybody. That wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I, I also think Anthony me. Edwards is gonna probably Anthony Edwards is probably gonna be a long time pro. I think I think Edwards's floor is um you know like a poor man's Lou Williams. That's what I think. Yeah, I ca- yeah Lou Williams was I said uh, uh, Dion Dion Waiters. Waiters. Yeah, similar yeah. similar uh, thought process. Yeah, yeah. I think that's prob that's probably where his his floor is. Um, so Knicks to the Knicks. Yeah, up up. Who Knicks knows? are up. Obi Toppin's Who still on the, the board. Do. Who's on the board? Toppin. I don't have them taking Toppin. I've got them taking Halliburton. Okay, Halliburton. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of people have Halliburton anywhere from four to ten. I've seen him. Yep, that's so this pretty makes much sense. pretty much his range, four to ten, and he is. You know, I think he could be really good for the Knicks. The Knicks are weird because they're the one of these teams that need everything but don't re- but it feels like they could at any po- point just go get anything. I don't know why the Knicks feel that way. Like they yeah. like there's all these rumors that they're they're really interested in Russell Westbrook. Like oh, well if they if they do us? trade it's not just us speaking. No, I saw existence. that report that they're interested in that they're interested in Westbrook. It I saw makes that so much yesterday. sense. It really does. It actually makes sense. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, well, if, if they get Westbrook, I mean, you wouldn't not trade, not get Halliburton because you have Westbrook, but that's kind of like, if they trade for Westbrook, I would rather they take Toppin at that point. Sure, sure. Because, uh, you know, because, like, you're getting assets. That, but, but again, like, how much longer is Westbrook going to be there? Three more years? Two more years? However long is left on that contract. I'm curious. So, uh, Obi Toppin with Mitchell Robinson would be very exciting and would be it'd be so much fun because both those guys are kind of have that thomas robinson thing of like i want to do everything all at the same time yeah but yeah but look now see, it'd be get, chaos you don't want two of those guys no no, no that's the thing it'd be <laughs> chaos it'd be so much fun to watch it'd be chaos <laughs> one of those guys is fine you don't want two of them out there <laughs> I've got Toppin going next to Washington. I'd put him next to to Ree Hachimura. That's what I want. Ooh, I like that. That's really cool. And they need a big too. They need a big. He's got. I feel like if he falls to nine, I feel like it's a perfect fit. I love. I really. You know, Washington doesn't get a lot of talk because they're not not really that good. But I really like their last couple drafts. They've drafted pretty well. Yeah, and you know they they have guys that I like, like guys that are just kind of fun to watch. Like I really like uh, I really like Bradley Beal, 
and I really like Rua Hachimura. And it's just just a I don't know. I'm kind of pulling for them. Kind of pulling for Washington. I think they're good. They, they've got some. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think they're going to trade Bill. Everyone still wants them to, but I feel like if they were going to trade Bradley Bill, they would have traded Bradley Bill by now. I just don't know. I, I don't know what the upside of trading Bradley Beal is. I think t- I think people just want Bradley Beal on another team. Like uh, what yeah, they need to do. They just want Bradley Beal somewhere else. Yeah, he's Washington, good, and they don't want him there. Yeah, Washington should be embracing Bradley Beal and trying to build around Bradley Beal. Like, there's no reason to trade yeah. Bradley Beal. <laughs> so, yeah, he's at this like point. he's at this point. He's like he's their dame. Like, why would you yeah. trade him? Like, yeah. like yes, yeah, like like we'll just build around him. Yeah. Like, yeah. You could do that. Yeah. They need to get rid of John Wall. That's that's what they need to do. They need yeah. to try to get off the John Wall contract, which is going to take some time and maybe is possible, maybe not, but that's what they need to do. So you're going to trade Bradley Bill and then get a draft pick to hope you can draft another Bradley Bill. Yeah. Doesn't make a ton of sense. Just keep Bradley Bill. Yeah, just keep Bradley Bill. Bam. It's not like it's not like they have like huge cap problems or they can't bring in free agencies, free agents right now. Just pay Bradley Beal and keep building and and grow your youth around him. And I, I think that's the best thing for them to do. I don't understand it. I agree. Um, you know, you, you know what else I appreciate about Bradley Bill? I appreciate that he's sticking with Bradley. He didn't oh, go yeah. Brad. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I appreciate that. <laughs> Been, would have been very easy to go Bradley, to go Brad. But no, he's like, I'm Bradley. I like it. Yeah, it just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem, it wouldn't, I, it Brad would feel Bill. weird calling him Brad. I don't know why. It just, it would feel weird at this point. <laughs> it's Bradley. <laughs> I like it. It's more proper. Uh, more proper. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 10. I saw so Phoenix Suns. So there's a player that I've fallen in love with. Now he's this guy is is mocked late first. But I'm just I just I want this guy fits in Phoenix so much to me. I want them to take Desmond Bain. Okay. The guard. Desmond Bain, he just seems he's gonna be he's a bench player. Don't necessarily think he's gonna start for them, but they don't really need a start. They need a point guard to replace um <clears throat> eventually to replace uh Ricky Rubio. Yeah, he's the really TCU shooter, right? He's a shooter from I, I, is it Texas Christian, right? TCU. Yeah, TCU. He's a TCU yeah. shooter. Okay. Here's the thing, he's one. I think he comes off the bench and shoots five threes a game. He's a guy that reminds me of uh, you were talking about Lou Williams. Seems very Lou Williamsy to me. Okay, that makes sense. Can score in buckets. Can shoot. Just just a, a knockdown shooter. Doesn't play defense very well, but a knockdown shooter. And for a team that we saw maybe take a step in the bubble, do we think Phoenix took a step in the bubble? Probably not, honestly. We'll just see it. We'll, we'll see if <laughs> now it that stays, right? It. I mean, the, the problem is, like, like, sure, they took a step maybe, but, you know, also Devin Booker now mentions he doesn't want to play there anymore. So, you know, oh, ups and downs. Right. That was a thing. Ups and downs Jeez. happening. <laughs> Kid can shoot. I think he makes perfect sense off the bench for them. Even sure. if they wanted to run him and Booker at, 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 at you know at the same time, I think that could work too. Sure. But I think that's a great great pickup for them. I look Desmond Bain. He's mocked a lot lower than top ten, but I would take the swing if I were them. Yeah. Do you think there'd be trade value there at number ten? Do you think somebody might move up to try sw- to get to- at, go after somebody? Well, at this point, there's not a ton of guys like Patrick Williams from Florida State. Somebody may eye him. I was going to uh, ask the next you about pick him. in this draft. Huh? 
I was going to ask you about him, about Patrick Williams. Yeah, he's 6'8". Yeah. Def- guy can switch. Guy can shoot. Just Yeah, just plug those guys in anywhere you can, man. Yeah. The other guy I wanted to ask you about is Devin Vassell, who I don't know anything about from Florida from State. From Florida State. He's another. another he's another. Yeah. He's, I was... I was I don't have him in the lottery, but he's another one of those guys. Just he's six. I think he's six seven. Yeah. Just switch him in and out, man. Draft yeah. both of them. Why he, not? He's the he's the guy I'm hoping falls to sixteen and that Portland can get him. That that's that's. I think I think he's gonna be there. I think he's gonna fall. The guy that I want for Portland to fall is a guy I've got actually going in the lottery. I want Aaron Nesmith in Portland. He's ah. another one of these guys. Six okay. six can shoot from Vanderbilt. He plays really good perimeter defense. That's where that's who I want for Portland. Yeah, give me that. Give me give me give me three and D six seven wings all day long for Portland. That's what we need. We need like seven wings. That's what we need. <laughs> seven wings on a four. Um <laughs> coming coming this uh, fall on 11th, CBS. Eleventh how are we doing on time? We we short We're out of time, but it doesn't matter. It's the draft episode. Okay. Alright, we'll go okay, I'll I'll try to wrap this up quick. Um Eleventh San Antonio Spurs, the perfect San Antonio pick. Cole Anthony, point guard from UNC. That's a hundred percent happening. Um, I've seen people having Cole Anthony go as far as like down into the twenties. I think Golden State, oh, excuse me, San Antonio is taking him, and they're going to turn him into an all star. And I realize this is the exact same thing we said about Lonnie Walker that didn't happen, but I think it happens here. Okay. We said this is, this is the exact same logic I used when I when when they drafted Lonnie Walker. I was like, of course Lonnie Walker is going to become an all star point guard for the Spurs. But <laughs> Cole Anthony, disappointing year at at, at UNC. I kind of wanted him to go back for another year. Um, I feel like if he played another year and had better, I think he's probably a top five pick. The talent is definitely there. When UNC landed him, the talk was okay. This is the guy that's going to resurrect UNC. And uh, okay. he just he wasn't really healthy. Kind of disappointed a little bit, but all the talent in the world is there. Like that kid is super, super, super talented. He can shoot. He can defend. He can do everything. But he just, you know, just disappointed for a year. And and Cole and they weren't very good. Okay. All right. I'm I'm with he you. Handle the ball. He crazy athletic. Can shoot. Can rebound. Guy does everything. Spurs. You heard it here. I would just like to say. That in five years, when he's starting the All Star game for the Spurs, you heard it here. I'm just saying it now, because <laughs> that's definitely happening. Um, Twelve, we've got the Kings. Who knows? I don't even know. Who cares? Who cares about the Kings? I don't Kings. know who cares. <laughs> I'm so sick of the Kings. I'm sick of having to think about this terrible team. You know what the Kings should do? They should trade De'Aaron Fox to New Orleans. That's what they should do. <laughs> Trade De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> For what? Lonzo Ball on a pick. Yeah. Yeah. Keep DeAndre Fox. Build around DeAndre Fox. De'Aaron Fox. This, no. I'm sick of this team. I'm, this You're team, already sick of this team. I'm already <laughs> sick of the Kings. Like, they just, they've, they've had a decade. A decade. A decade of this. Where they just keep drafting players that never turn into anything. <laughs> De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is a really good player. And you just watch him on this team, and you just you can see the frustration on his place. It's not even that he doesn't want to be there; it's that he's just like, like, why is no one else doing everything we talked about in practice? He's like, no one is where we said we were gonna be. <laughs> you can just see it on his face. <laughs> I also saw an article like last week that De'Aaron Fox sold his house in Sacramento. Ugh. Ugh. I, of course, you know that doesn't always there. mean something, but 
It sometimes, it, sometimes hey, it does. I remember, I remember, I remember I was in Utah whenever Gordon Hayward sold his house and yeah. everyone in Utah said, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember last year, Tom Brady sold his house and everyone said, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um, I want to ask you about, I'm just saying. I want to ask you about two more players, if that's okay. Wait no, well I didn't I didn't do I didn't do oh, the oh, Kings. I yep. had the Kings I have the Kings taking Patrick Williams. Okay, that makes sense. That seems like a good fit. That makes sense. I and I I think he'd be really good for them. You he's uh you could put him on the wing next to um uh <laughs> another guy that I think they're going to end up trading is Buddy Hield. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I think Buddy Hield and uh, Buddy Hield and Darren Fox are good is a good backcourt together. You just got to give them some type of perimeter help, and I think Patrick Williams would be that. Put him on the wing. He can defend wings. He runs the floor well. I think that makes sense. But yeah, I, I also don't think those two guys are going to be there that much longer. I think in the next season or next two seasons, both those guys end up getting traded. Uh, he's a six eight wing. I'm in. I'm in on Patrick Williams. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. And then uh, briefly, we'll go through the Pelicans. We already talked about Aaron Naismith. I've got him going to the Pelicans. At 13, I think that's probably a little high. A lot of mocks have him in the 20s. Um, if he's on the board for Portland at 16, I think that's a no-brainer. But again, another 6'6 wing that can do multiple things. Um, and then there's another guy, 14. The Celtics have this pick. How do the Celtics have another lottery pick? I don't understand. <laughs> this is what they do. <laughs> so there's this guy. I cannot pronounce his name. This seven-foot kid from Greece. Alexi Pukazevsky. Probably something like so, that. Pokashevsky, probably. Yeah. Pokashevsky. Yeah. I watched probably about 20 minutes of this guy on YouTube, and I'm in. Yeah? Like, who knows what he's going to do? Who knows if he's ever going to be anything to the NBA? But he is seven foot and can shoot lights out. <laughs> like, nice. like, I was watching this. I was like, oh my God. Like, look at. And he's, and he's not like a seven foot, like. Like traditional center, he's a wing basically. Yeah, he's nice. like he's 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 more like he's he moves like Dirk. Not saying he is Dirk, obviously, but he moves like Dirk. He can shoot the lights out. I I, I see him not being able to stay in front of anyone. Like I think like every <laughs> every NBA player is just gonna go right by him. <laughs> well, you know that there, there's some there's some real good sense to that because Boston has three first round picks and they don't have the roster spots to roster them. So, um, yeah, taking somebody and stashing them in Greece, stash it makes sense. Yeah, and stash them for a couple years, and they don't have a center. Yeah. So, <laughs> why not take a big swing on that? Unless you, you know, do you think Taco's becoming anything? But I don't. Yeah, I don't think but, so. I don't see Taco Fall as being a, a legit starter. I don't either. But he's fun. But um, that's my mock. That's my lot. My lock of the lottery. I only did the lottery. Nice. But I think are, that makes are, sense. Yeah, because we could be here all day. There's a, another guy that I think could go lottery. People have him lower. His whole entire like he's got a you know. I'm talking about R.J. Hampton. I think he played in New Zealand. Yeah. R.J. Hampton is one of these guys that I think if he ends up going late first, he's one of these guys that I think we could say, how in the world did R.J. Hampton go fifth? Go twenty fourth? Yeah. Right, like he just kid can. He's one of these guys that he, he he skipped college to go play overseas. 
and he's just like he could just play. He's tough. He's hard. He plays hard. He can dribble. Shoots shoots good enough. He's not a great shooter from what I've seen. Yeah. But um, six he, five is a little bit slow. Six five. You know I like him big. Six five like is actually big. not even really that big anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, not even that big. Six five for um, a guard though isn't too bad. It's big. Yeah, it's yeah. big. It's not. He's not six one, six two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, R.J. Hampton is a guy that I really like too. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't shock I, me if he went late lottery. I wanted to ask you about Sadiq Bay from Villanova because he looks like another one of those yeah, like 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 six seven wings. I don't love him. He okay. is. He is. He just seems. He seems like on the downside of those guys. I would take him late first. Okay. They said that he can shoot, but I don't think. I don't think he's. Whenever you're looking for those six eight guys, you want him to be able to switch, and you want him to be able to play defense as well. And he seems like a guy that's just more of a spot up shooter to me. He seems okay. More 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 like to me, he seems more like JJ Redick. Okay. All right. Um. And then the other guy I wanted to ask you about is the kid from Spain, Leandro Bolmaro. Um. Because his Ooh, I don't know him. Okay. His scouting profile reads a little like Lamelo Ball's, except without all the Lamelo Ballness of it. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, of course he's, he's known as like a defensive guy, but, um, so bell isn't that way, but outside of that, like he's got size, like he's a six, seven point guard and, you know, the shooting is a little suspect, but he's a good, really good passer and, uh, could be a great perimeter defender and has the size and long-term option and all that stuff. So I, I just, just, I was curious if, if you had an opinion on him, he's just another, another Spain guard from Spain, Leandro Balmaro. So 20 years old, um, just curious yeah, about him since no, he's six, seven. Yeah. Don't know him, but I like that he's six, seven. Yeah. You know there you mean? go. <laughs> um, you don't I'm have, in. you don't have any like second rounders that, that you think might uh, make a roster or ha- have an impact or anything like that. That's kind of wouldn't be considered for the lottery, but somebody that you're keeping an eye on. Do you? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do a big dive into the, uh, into the second round. Sure. Um, I, I do have a couple of late round, probably late first guys that may slip into the second, but probably late round first guys that I do like. Yeah. Um, Tyrell Terry from point point guard from Stanford. Okay. Love this kid. I All feel right. like he's going to be one of those guys that plays back up in the league for 10 years. I don't think he, I don't think he's ever a starter. Well, I think he probably will start for someone at some point, but I think he's probably a career backup and I think he's going to be really, really, really good. Kick and shoot, kick and run. And he just like he's really smart, for what I see. Position is a hard thing to to see on tape a lot of times. Yeah. But you can. But it, it's hard. It's easy to see. This is how I feel about offensive linemen. Like it's hard for me to tell when an offensive lineman is good, but it's easy for me to tell when one is bad. Mm-hmm. Like that's how like positioning on a basketball court is kind of the same way for me. Like it's hard to tell when a guy is really good at getting position, but it's hard to tell when a. But it's easy to tell when a guy is bad. Like it's easy to tell when someone's out of position. I think that makes sense because <laughs> because it it, sta- it it stands out like a like a like a sore thumb, right? Like oh, yeah. you should probably be on baseline and you're at the top. Like you're out of position. <laughs> this guy always seems to be in the right spot, right? Like whenever the ball comes off the rim, he's just there to either get the kick out or to the, or to get the rebound. And I like that about him. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I'll keep an eye on him. I'm looking forward to keeping an eye on Tyrell he's, Terry now. You said late he's, first? He's the late, late first guy. Um, there's the, the Jaden McDaniels. Where was he from? He was from Washington. He, um, another one of these wing guys. Just, just, 
you know, I just, I, I feel like I'm just bought into this. Like just, <laughs> if all else fails, find somebody that's six seven and just draft them. <laughs> I've definitely fallen into that. I've definitely fallen into that. <laughs> uh, I, another guy that's mocked late first round, probably he may fall into the second round. But he's another one of these guys that I feel like is gonna. He reminds me a lot of um, Robert Covington. Oh, okay. I'm, I I like him already. <laughs> Where he just he's gonna defend and he's just gonna he's not gonna score you 15, 20 points a game, but he's gonna do all that other little things that you that you need your basketball players to do. Uh huh. How tall he was six? Yeah, six nine. Nice. This is an interesting draft. I feel like this draft is gonna be remembered for the role players and remembered for the the like he's gonna be the it's gonna be the James Wiseman draft. Like remember that time that James Wiseman went number two? Remember that time Charlotte <laughs> gave up a draft pick that turned into a perennial all star to take James take James Wiseman? Like the like the Hashim the Beat draft. Oh my god, Hashim the Beat. If there was ever a I was banging the drums so loud, do not draft Hashim the Beat. I remember that. I remember you you could not possibly have been less in on him. Absolutely. It's like, guys, what are we doing? I would also like to say I was the same way about Mobamba. You I'm, were. I'm still on the Mobamba train. Like, guys, don't do this. Yeah, yeah. You've you have never been in on Mobamba. It's absolutely true. It's easy to see. I will say I'm I don't feel that way about Wiseman, but it wouldn't shock me if he turned out the same way where it just didn't work out. Yeah. Well, I love, I love like Mo Bamba. Like the big thing was his wingspan. Like the whole thing, all you'd hear, they'd be like, can he play basketball? You'd be yeah. like, have you seen his wingspan? So. Yeah. <laughs> wingspan, man. It's Jay Bilas' word. Wingspan. Yeah. It doesn't matter that he can't catch the ball in transition. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, that That's it. <laughs> we're, we're out of time. We've gone long. Do I, any final thoughts before we go? No, man. I'm excited. The draft is going to be next Thursday. Me too. I can't wait, In man. November? A week yeah. before Thanksgiving? A November draft. I'm ready for the trades. I'm ready for all of it. It's going to be fun. I'm ready for I'm ready for um, Woj Twitter. I'm ready for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to get yeah. I gotta get Woj's notifications back on. That's right. <laughs> all right. It's Woj so, time. That's right. <laughs> so before we go, let me just mention it really helps us out. If you go to iTunes, subscribe, and leave us a nice review, so please do. That about does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, download us on iTunes, Stitcher. Check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter at twoguysdwayne and at twoguysbrandon. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. The vast penmanship crafting the track generous. It's that infinite filling the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twisted and dash cinnamon. Flavorful. Neighbors sniffing from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme rap and then we dish it. Yo. Your attention's on the fire. Cause on the mic, I call experience. I'm like a giant. I'm more dominate. I'm like a giant. That's a sabotage. Nobody move. Yeah. Don't even speak. Ready to ill. Ready to get it. Ready to kill. Ready to ill. Ready to kill. Yeah. I'm like a giant. I'm more dominate. I'm like a giant.